When you need your work truck to work as hard as you do, trust Delphi Technologies to deliver the parts built for the toughest work environments. From construction sites to long distance hauling, go with the aftermarket supplier known for its 100 plus years of OE heritage and expertise. Go to DelphiAftermarket.com today. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Ross. Now, in Ontario, the Ontario College of Trades, which administered a lot of stuff to do with the, the trades for the motive power sector, didn't have a great reputation. And frankly, a lot of folks in the industry had really uh, given up on it. Now, it's uh, my pleasure today to have a very special guest. Uh, we have the Honorable uh, Monty McNaughton, the Minister of Labor, Training and Skills Development on. Ontario has just uh, launched the replacement for the Ontario College of Trades, the Ontario Skilled Trades Agency. Uh, so, Monty, uh, welcome to the podcast. Well, Andrew, great to be with you. And I, I have to just say from the top, I'm excited uh, to be with you because I grew up in an auto parts store. Our family sold uh, car parts to, uh, you know, garages and dealerships uh, in our local area. So this is uh, right at home for me. That's excellent. Uh, so, you know, we have this this new agency, as I mentioned, the Ontario College of Trades that was in place before. You know, frankly, a lot of folks in the industry had kind of given up on it. It was seen to be a lot, largely irrelevant, a bit of a pain in the butt just to pay your fees. And that was about it. Um, how is this new agency going to, is it different and how is it going to help? Yeah, well, we really want to bring the skilled trades uh, into the 21st century. Uh, my mission is to end the stigma around the trades, uh, simplify the apprenticeship uh, system, and to encourage employers to bring on uh, apprentices. Uh, the launch of Skilled Trades Ontario is really around that second pillar to simplify uh, the apprenticeship system. Uh, under the former government, uh, under the Liberals, when they brought in the Ontario College of Trades, there was actually a 40% decrease uh, in apprenticeship uh, registrations. That means 17,000 fewer people uh, in the skilled trades today, uh, just really because of the complex uh, system uh, that we had in Ontario under OCOT. So Skilled Trades Ontario is really about simplifying the apprenticeship system, making it uh, easier uh, to navigate. And, and easier to recruit, recruit young people into the trades. Uh, maybe you could dig into that just, just a little bit. I mean, a uh, couple of examples of how, uh, how it's going to streamline uh, that process. Well, I, I've said, I mean, the apprenticeship system in Ontario, I always compare it to the Tokyo subway map. I mean, it was just very complex. Uh, young people, uh, parents, and guidance counselors really didn't know how to navigate uh, the system and, and to really... Uh, know what the pathways were into the different uh, trades. Uh, so the Skilled Trades Ontario is going to be a one-stop shop uh, for uh, young people to uh, register uh, for apprenticeships, um, to connect employers to future uh, apprentices. Uh, again, it's just really about having uh, a one-window approach to the skilled trades. Right. Now, you know, when I'm talking to, you know, folks in the trade, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, as we, we had mentioned, you know, the, the College of Trades, you know, had its issues. Uh, as, as one uh, person who owns a couple of shops mentioned to me, you know, but I can handle kind of crappy government agencies. You know, that's not a problem. My big issue is getting good apprentices that are trained and ready to enter the workforce. Uh, and there's that that's a continuing concern and all shop owners tell me they have you know two-year apprentices coming in and they see 
you know, kind of how ill prepared they are to actually work in the bays. Um, this, you know, new new agency is really part of an overall strategy for for the apprenticeships uh, in Ontario. Uh, but what's being done to, you know, help kind of connect the training with the needs of the industry, particularly in kind of motive power is where I'm uh, our biggest concern here. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, I've spent a lot of time, for example, at Centennial College, who's, uh, you know, training our future automotive technicians and uh, auto body uh, painters and uh, a lot of the automotive uh, trades doing doing great work there. Um, you know, two of the major things that, that we're doing and uh, I'm leading uh, number one, we're introducing the skilled trades as early as kindergarten, really to, you know, tell young people uh, that there's more than 140 different trades uh, to choose from, including those uh, great uh, careers in, in automotive trades. Uh, but secondly, and I think this is going to be game changing for the trades, uh, in September of last year, we uh, sent in uh, dozens of recruiters into every high school across the province uh, to get into those grade nine, grade 10 classes to really compete head on with university recruiters. I mean, I've been very clear that uh, you don't have to go to university to be successful in life. There's other pathways uh, such as uh, the skilled trades. I mean, we all know people in the trades making uh, good money, starting their own businesses. Uh, as Premier Ford says, when you have a, a trade, you have a job for life. And it it's true. Uh, we're facing a, a critical labor shortage here uh, in Ontario. Uh, one in three people today uh, in the trades uh, is over the age of 55. So we really do have this looming crisis uh, in front of us. So it's all hands on deck. Uh, one of the things Skilled Trades Ontario is going to lead is the marketing and promotion uh, of the trades. So, you know, sending that message to parents, to young people, uh, to educators that there's great careers uh, in the automotive trades and all the other trades. Sure, I mean that's a that's kind of a great marketing piece there, and and, and that. But is there are the things being done to to really kind of facts on the ground, kind of up the the level of the skills training, uh, both at colleges and and what I'm hearing too is to start that earlier, uh, you know, into the high schools. I think some, it's going to take some money, I think, right? Yeah, I mean we're spending 1.5 billion dollars uh, over four years to modernize and to promote the skilled trades. I mean, when you think back to the last government, uh, that's we're spending $1.1 billion more. So that's how much of a priority it is. Changing the education curriculum to introduce the trades as early as a kindergarten, uh, sending uh, recruiters in. Um, we also want you know shop teachers to have a, a background uh, in the skilled trades. Uh, we're educating uh, guidance counselors. Uh, we're also, you know, really encouraging uh, employers to bring on apprentices. We want to ensure that young people are getting uh, the full scope of the trade, uh, the hours to complete their apprenticeship. And for employers out there, I mean, the incentives are uh, huge. Uh, $17,000 per apprentice uh, that they uh, bring on. That's what the eligible incentive is for employers. So, Again, you know, the government's really leading uh, Canada uh, here in Ontario to encourage uh, the skilled trades for people. Sure. I mean, as difficult as you mentioned, as it was for the um, apprentices or prospective apprentices uh, to navigate the way the system was previously, I mean, it was pretty difficult for the employers too to kind of access some of those programs and one level over another that, that were already there. Is the new agency going to help on, on that front as well? 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, when you asked me about training, uh, I mean, under the Ontario College of Trades, there were uh, curriculums that hadn't been updated in a decade and a half. We all know in the trades, especially uh, in the automotive trades, the technological uh, changes. So we're going to ensure that uh, Skilled Trades Ontario is responsive to industry needs. And they're going to be uh, creating advisory committees uh, made up of uh, industri- uh, sorry, industry and employers uh, so they have uh, input into the curriculum uh, and the standards that are being taught. Sure. Now, you know, one of the concerns that was mentioned to me, you know, previously and, and more recently and just looking in to prepare for this was the fact that, you know, I mean, there are a lot of uh, uh, different trades. Some have uh, higher uh, demands uh, for training than, than others. Uh, I think it's fair to state that, that you know, the folks who are, you know, uh, training to be technicians, uh, the bar is pretty high. I mean, these are critical functions, uh, you know, a lot of safety aspects uh, required. Um, how can, you know, folks who are in the industry, you know, make sure, uh, whether through participation to, or, or feedback, to ensure that, that what comes out of this is, is, is not uh, sort of a one-size-fits-all kind of approach, that, that the specific level and, and concerns and needs are, uh, of, of this industry are, are being met. Yeah, I know this uh, industry is certainly a priority for uh, Skilled Trades Ontario. Um, look, I, I'm not a believer in one size fits all. Um, we've created uh, Skilled Trades Ontario to be a, a very nimble, a small government, one-stop uh, approach. No more ping-ponging between you know, the ministry uh, and the Skilled Trades body. It's, it's all going to be done through Skilled Trades Ontario. I do invite everyone to visit skilledtradesontario.ca. Uh, they've launched, for example, uh, a digital portal. So we're eliminating uh, wet logbooks, those old uh, logbooks that I know many of the listeners are, are used to. So everything will be done digitally. The second big uh, improvement uh, that I should have mentioned earlier, but under uh, OCOT, it took 60 days on average to register to become an apprentice. Uh, our goal is to have that down to 12 days. Um, so that's going to be one of the biggest uh, changes. Again, it's to be very nimble, responsive to employers and tradespeople. Um, the other thing that we did, we did uh, eliminate all apprenticeship fees. That was a big beef with uh, OCOT, and we cut uh, journey person's uh, fees in half. Right, right. These are all, you know, uh, they sound like positive moves. You'll have to forgive me if, if I, I take a bit of a wait and see. Let's see how it goes. Uh, I think a lot of folks, because of their experience, are going to take a a little while to say, you know, okay, well, let's see how it's going, even if they're kind of hopeful. Uh, uh, now, one of the aspects of, of uh, OCOT that, you know, was sort of uh, uh, pushed by the wayside as, as it was preparing to wind down was the area of enforcement. Now, while it's not the, the happy uh, kind of end of things, it, it, it does make a difference to a lot of folks who are in the industry, have made the investments in apprentices and, and uh, want to make sure that the apprenticeship program works properly. Uh, where does enforcement fall now with the new agency? Yeah, we, we heard loud and clear just how politicized uh, OCOT became. Um, we were, you know, campaigned in the last election on ending the Ontario College of Trades, which, which we've done. It closed its doors on uh, December 31st of uh, 2021. Um, the compliance and enforcement is now being handled by the Ministry of Labor uh, inspectors, the health and safety inspectors. Uh, last year, we hired uh, 100 more uh, inspectors, so there's just over 
of 500. So they're going to go out to workplaces and job sites, ensuring that health and safety requirements are being met, but they also will uh, have the ability to uh, enforce uh, the trades and ensure that in compliance and enforcement mechanisms are in place. And uh, so that'll be the job of the Ministry of Labor inspectors. Great, great, great. So just before we, we go, I know your time is short. Is there any kind of overall uh, overarching message you, you'd like to leave uh, folks in the trade with? Uh, first, I want to thank you for everything you're doing. Um, I believe uh, strongly that uh, tradespeople and employers are the backbone uh, of our communities. Uh, by 2025 here in Ontario, one in five jobs are going to be uh, in the skilled trades. And uh, I uh, am on a mission to spread opportunity more widely across uh, the province. Um, I just don't think we need to be telling every young person that they have to go to university. Uh, careers in the skilled trades are meaningful. Uh, they're lucrative. Uh, when you have a, a trade, you have a job for life, as I said earlier. But there's also huge opportunities to start your own business, to hire people, to really build stronger communities. So I want to thank everyone and please, you know, spread the word about these great opportunities that are out there. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you very much, uh, Minister. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll catch you next time on the podcast. Be well. Listening to the Great Canadian Aftermarket Podcast, brought to you by the publishers of Indie Garage and Jobber Nation. Connect with us online at indiegarage.ca and jobbernation.ca, a brand of Chat Integrated Media. Pothole damage to a vehicle's chassis is always a concern, no matter the size or time of year. If the worst does happen, you can count on Delphi Technologies steering and suspension parts to get your customers back on the road again. Learn more at DelphiAftermarket.com.